Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour, episode 311. It's too many. It's too many. <laughs> no, it's not enough. It's never enough. We outkicked our coverage by like uh, 300. James, the FF <laughs> chef, Tyler Gunther, and Corey Spela coming in. Doug's taking the night off. Ah, oh, man. He has a lot of vacation time, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, but he accumulated it throughout the years. So yeah, he, yeah, he he didn't use it too much before. Now he's really cashing in on those vacation days. It's probably because he's just sick of us. That could be it. <laughs> Maybe I have a vacation coming up. I am super excited about it. Uh, going, you get no uh, vacation days. You got to record out of from, the country. Out of the country. Yep. Aruba. You're not allowed. Ah, <sighs> damn! You exiled him already. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Shout out, Taylor. Well, well, anyway, we're here tonight to talk about the NFC and AFC North. We're going to break that down. We are here brought to you by Fantasy Points, where you can use code DHH22 to get 10% off a Fantasy Points subscription. Go out there. It's the lowest price in the industry. Hit it up. Analytic-powered DFS optimizers. So much more. Thank you, Fantasy Point. Thank you. Now, yeah, I mean, what a time to sign up for them. Yeah. Why Why wouldn't you sign up for them? They, it's the best time. You yeah, read it they, on your summer vacation. I'm going to go and do it. I'm going to go out there. Well, I'm going to I'm going to get the, book on tape because he I'm can't gonna read. Get the so analytic power draft tools and just go to town while I take my vacation. Are you in town, though? Because if no. not, you're just lying to everybody. If you're going to town, like, are you are you vacationing in the country? No city city beach. It, Beach. <laughs> yes yes beach all right so yeah fantasy points man it, they got that dfs ultimate like everybody plays dfs these days i was talking to somebody and they don't play fantasy all they do is like pick and you know what they've got that too they've got help on every aspect and every level so fantasy points they got the media group you can go check mm. out all their podcasts they've got free content from graham Bar- barfield who is like one of the goats in the industry. So yeah, it's it's a must get. So I would go get it. Code DHH was it DHH ten? <laughs> DHH twenty two? There's so many going out there. Twenty two. It's DHH twenty two. I know. Twenty two. Doug, we miss you already. Smart. All right. So Corey, what's going on, dude? Corey's for those of you that don't know Corey. Don't know. He wears backwards hats. DLF. He has glasses. Coming off the edge. Thank you. I did one of my first shows with Corey. Very happy to have you back. He's a, he always it's on comes only on. fans. Great fan. Only fans. <laughs> Their first uh, show was on only code DHH twenty two for ten percent off. <laughs> <laughs> Smash the like. All right, let's get to some serious stuff. We got to bring in some news, and it starts off out on a sour note. Um, sad note, John Mechie diagnosed with leukemia. 
in his statement, he was optimistic he could beat it and return to football. I totally believe that. I know all of us, our thoughts, our prayers are with John Mechie. Um, tough break. I'm sure he'll come back. I, I, have, I believe in that. So APL leukemia. I was looking this up today. It has a really good survival rate. Uh, complete remission rates are at 90% and cure rates of approximately 80% and even higher among low risk. He said he caught it early. And so it, he should be back. Now, I I was talking to Chef off air. My only issue is, is the the key, like how they're going to go about the treatment. If he does leukemia, he's probably going to lose weight. But you know what? He's got plenty of time. Take the time off, man. Get better. You're going to like he already had the ACL. So he's going to actually have time to recover from both. So he should be back in 2023, 100%. Uh, John Mechie, I liked him as a prospect. He seems like a really good dude. I hope the best for you, man. And I can't wait to see you next year. Yeah. All right. On to some quarterback news. Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray signs a five-year, $230.5 million extension. Man, $160 million guaranteed. Unbelievable. The lollipop, the lollipop Guild are finally secure they've they made got all it. the money in the world yeah they can get they can get they out can of guild oz. all they want they can get out of oz finally they're straight building <laughs> they're killing the gilding Corey Pye has no idea what i'm talking about i'm just nodding my head lollipop guild is from wizard of oz <laughs> so just nodding my head yes all right i mean i i figured that would hit but I totally forgot Corey's not the movie person. I don't, I don't watch movies. I don't watch see like I don't I've never watched The Sopranos, never watched SpongeBob, you know, Family Guy, South Park, or you any are really other every end show. of the perspective. I've never seen I've never seen The Godfather. I've never seen I've seen right. a couple episodes, you know, they've been on, but no, no, not Murray's movie. deal includes 160 million guaranteed and gives Murray the second highest paid quarterback average salary at 46.1 million per year that's one chip above deshaun watson i believe and now signed through 2028 we know the coach cliff kingsbury is there until 2027 that i mean so we will see this duo fighting through the nfc west for a while i'm excited for the nfc west afc west next week check out episode 312 for that 312 coming to you soon and then our last piece of news before we get into the fun stuff. After spending Thursday at Raiders camp, Yahoo Sports' Charles Robinson expects new coach Josh McDaniels to use a situational committee at running back. Now that just, I mean, that's just the hammer to the head of the nail through the wood, splitting shit wide open. I'm sorry. Um, Jacobs got declined his 2023 option. They signed Amir Abdullah, Brandon Bolden, Zamir I mean, White. You start off with Amir Abdullah is the best part of that. They signed Amir Abdullah. Amir Abdullah. <laughs> but, and they also have Kenyon Drake. And we know that he comes from a situational committee. We know what's going to happen. What should we do with Jacobs? We knew this was coming. That's the yeah. issue. If you hung on, you hung on too long and, and I, you're, I think- you're done for. I think he's still really cheap, though. He's a good running back. Jacobs, he's still really young. Yeah. Why not? Why not go out and try to acquire him? Atlanta's looking for a running back. Is it a buy low situation? Like, like he's going to land on a team? He's running back 24 on DLF right now. If I could get him for like a 2023 second, I'm all over it. 
I'm not giving up a first at all, but man, a, a talent like that, that was never really fully utilized. And when he got the opportunity, he was a really good running back. That's what people don't realize. Uh, I, I kind of foresee, you can kind of foresee the, the writing on the wall. He might be used like Damian Harris. Like, Hey, we got you for a year. We're going to use you. He's just not healthy right now. There's a lot of negative news on him because Raiders are saying committee. So use that as fuel to go buy him cheap because after this year, he could be on a new team. His value is going to rise. I mean, aren't we all trying to play that value game in dynasty trying to hit the buy yeah, low? I, I drafted high? some Zamir white. That's how you hit it because you <laughs> well, know, eventually he's going to get at least a decent amount of targets. That's true, but he's also going to be in a committee. That's the issue with Zamir white. Yeah. Yeah. Also, because when his time his time comes, there's going to be another running back stealing from him. The, You're trying the to Bel steer away from the committees, but it seems like all around the league, yeah. all teams are in committees. Except, it or not, except like Tennessee <laughs> Titans. Well, um, even the Titans, are even the Titans have something yeah. going on there. But uh, it's it's just nuts. All right, Corey, you can jump in. I know, I know, you're not feeling so well. I'm I'm just kind of stopping all over, I guess. No, right you guys now. are pretty much hitting everything, you know. No need to disrespect or add anything on when all the points are being hit. I mean, because that's why we're champions. And if you're a champion, hit up Trophy Smack, upgrade your fantasy league today. Football, hockey, basketball, baseball, soccer, completely customizable. I have an FF Chef championship trophy uh, belt birdie, birdie. Burp, 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 burp. trophy smack has the right trophy for you use code dhh ring and get a free 60 dollars championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or a belt get out there trophysmack.com hit it up now all right let's get into some fun stuff the nfc north tyler you're from the north yeah you should know all about the north the north the north Remembers. Yeah, I know. I know about the North. I know way too much about the North. And funny thing is, I have a lot of friends that are fans all over the place in the North. I mean, I have a friend that's a Detroit Lions fan. Uh, I have a friend that's uh, lots of friends that are Packers fans, unfortunately. And then uh, some Chicago, like you'd be surprised how less Chicago fans we have in Minnesota, but they are there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Let's start off in Minnesota. So you, you want to start out in Minnesota? Let's start off in Minnesota. Let's start off hot. All right. Well, Minnesota came out last year, eight and nine, but total new rebrand, new head coach, Kevin O'Connell, offensive mindset. He's going to help out the quarterback. He actually worked with Kirk Cousins in Washington back in 2017. He made him QB six. Um, I can see it happening again. I mean, he was quarterback 11 for the past two years. So there's no reason why he can't be inside the top 12. And with a little boost of confidence and chemistry from Kevin O'Connell, I see Kirk Cousins really coming out strong this season. Tyler? Oh, 100%. I mean, this whole offense, Zimmer ran the oldest offense. Like, they had it written on cave walls. That's their offensive game plan. That's what Zimmer ran, and it was disgusting. It may have helped Delvin Cook get a ton of carries, but you know what? Delvin Cook's going to be just fine because he is going to have less carries, more catches. They're going to use him differently, which is going to be nice. We'll get to him. But for Kirk Cousins, I don't know why people don't like him. 
Like he's like the old Joe Burrow. That's pretty much how I'd pr- I'd put it up. Like I mean, Taylor was in the chat before, but that's who Kirk Cousins is. He's the wait. Older are you calling Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow Kirk Cousins? Is that uh, I is think that Joe Burrow has a higher ceiling. But does he like yeah. Kirk Cousins? I think yeah. in fantasy is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow in real life is a game breaker. Like, that dude can finish games. Kirk Cousins could never finish games. That was his problem. So that's the difference. They both are kind of the same in fantasy. They both produce. The only thing is, is Joe Burrow has like they're, they're the same. It's older. Right. You know what so, though? I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out there and say, Kirk Cousins, quarterback number eight this year. Are you getting that? Jersey, jersey number. Jersey right? number? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. like that? Okay. You like that? You got it. I I wouldn't be shocked if it's a top six quarterback. In we fantasy, oh, there's no way. Yeah, there is a way. There is a way. Oh, and it's QB six in fault. 2017 with O'Connell, dude. Let's go. It's called dumping the ball off more to Delvin Cook, getting him into open space because Delvin Cook is a monster in the open field. Jefferson already reports coming out. He's going to be used in the Cooper Cup role in this offense. Which, yeah. if that's the case, Jefferson is going to have an insane. Season it's gonna be like, the wide receiver one crazy after this. Season. Oh, easily he, he yeah. should honestly. I get Chase over Jefferson. And we'll, we'll get in it. We'll get into Chase a little bit later. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that whole entire thing, but give me the guy who's getting probably forty more catches. So that's that's what I want. Uh yeah. So going back to Cousins, I think he's always been a dynasty by low, and don't be scared of him. I I picked him up. He's a free agent in one of my leagues. And I'm like, what? I need a backup to Lamar Jackson. So I I paid. I wanted to get him. So I paid. It's a one quarterback league, and he was my main target just because if things go right, he could have a monster season, and I could be starting him over Lamar Jackson, which I doubt. But it, there's some well, game. I mean, it helped you like, out last year. Yeah. So uh, Kirk Cousins is definitely somebody that if you're in the win now, trade for him because he's got a good two to three years left. And he's playing in a contract year, so that is always going to make him to be hungry to earn that last year. You know, he's coming up here on 34 years old, so he's going to need that one more year or one more year, one more contract to kind of solidify his future family's life. And you need to ball out right now with the new offense. Like you said, Dalvin Cook most likely may be getting some slot snaps, which is cool. And the yeah. emergence of Irv Smith coming back, KJ Osborne maybe doing his thing. So it's going to be really exciting to see what Kirk can do this year. I think KJ Osborne is really interesting. He averaged 9.3 fantasy points per game last year with seven touchdowns. He finishes wide receiver 40. And Thielen Hill. And he's going, he's so cheap right now. Oh, and you could you could have start KJ Thielen, Thielen finished wide receiver 28. He's 31 years old, potentially gone next year. I think yeah. KJ Osborne fits that role. And yeah, they said that the offense is just going to be throwing the ball more too. So getting these yeah. three wide receiver sets and or three wide receiver sets could even mean Irv Smith as like the third Dawson Knox wide receiver too. So it may not just be Osborne, but that's just something you'll have to note as the couple games go on. Irv Smith making noise. First team reps in minicamp. Only well, 23 coming off. He's only 23 years old. He's coming off the meniscus tear. Is this his fourth year? I believe yeah, so. and he's only 23. Wow. Yeah, second Definitely from a buy right now, especially in tight end premium. They didn't like, bring anybody in. Like, they believe in them with the new coaching staff, too. Yeah. It's interesting. First yeah, team reps it, in minicamp. I'll take that. Yeah, and, and behind them are 
players like, like Davidson, who's oh, a blocker. Missouri he, guy. Like, yeah, for me, it's it's going to be Irv. Like, I, honestly, I would not be shocked if Irv gets a lot of Thielen's red zone looks because what are teams going to be looking at? They're going to be looking at Jefferson, Thielen in the red zone. Irv's going to oh. be wide open. Can't forget about Cook. Cook, Cook, I mean, he's they're going to be so scared that they're going to hand him the ball because he's so good in the red zone. I know last year he had a decline in touchdowns, but man, the year before that, he was killing it in the red zone. So for me, uh, yeah, I, I'm a big fan. Another guy that I'm looking at is uh, Jalen Naylor, who is a fast guy. This offense doesn't really have a speed guy. Osborne isn't fast, fast. Na- yeah, but he's a, he's a running back. They could use him as a receiver, oh, but he's – Yeah, he they can use him all over. For me, Jalen Naylor's their quote-unquote speed guy. They haven't had one of those in a long time, so he could be somebody to stretch the field, just somebody to look at, a six-round pick. Uh, but other than that, yeah. Name drop. Tyler dropping. Yeah, dude, bombs. I'm like, who is this guy? Sneak bombs. I had to look that up myself, dude. Yeah. Jalen Naylor, huh? And, and you talked about Cousins. Hardly I even would, know her. I wouldn't be shocked if they re-signed Cousins. I, I I'm I thought for sure they re-signed him, but that could have been last year or something like that. But it might have been a one-year deal this offseason. For me, I, I would not be shocked if they bring Cousins back. They were trying. They're almost in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, and then bowed out because of the price. But for me, I think they're locked in with Cousins. Uh, yeah. I think him and O'Connell kind of connect and have that mel- mind mold. It's a good proof. Mind mold. How about a cheese head? Let's jump to some Packers. Let's talk Packers. Packers took the oh, division goody. last year. We forgot to talk to about four. Alexander Madison and how it's Oh, yeah. Last. Let's go back. Let's go back. It's Rewind his last it. year. It's his last year. Wow. So they're going to use him. And and they may trade keep him. Keep Cook healthy. He's they a 23. I think he's 23 as well. He's super young. So for me, I would, I would love to try to snag him up because if he's a free agent, I could see him going to Atlanta. Somebody like that. So yeah, uh, he's a very talented back. He reminds he me of a poor man, Cream uh, Cream. They drafted guy. another guy too. Yeah, uh, Ty Chandler. Uh, I think I'm yeah. hearing whispers that they're not really liking him. Really, Ty Chandler. What they saw no uh, Alexander Madison. Who's not the Vikings? The new, the new coach, offense, new coaching right. staff. I mean, I I I don't think that's real, but oh, well. you never know. <laughs> um, yeah, who's saying that? Your local buddy. Down at the bar, the guy at the bar, the end of the bar, you know, the the one that always wears like the the old checker coat. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> what? Bring my back. I don't know. I'm I'm losing. You guys are messing me up. Bad. All right, all right. Let's go to back. Tyler. 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 I'm gonna Homer. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take control of this ship. It's my ship now. So yes, Packers. Let's talk about the Packers. We'll start at the quarterback. We got Aaron Rodgers. He's good. Move on. Jordan loves. <laughs> oh, backup. Right. No, wait, hold on. No, now we now we hear it's a wasted pick. They could trade him. I we know who Rogers is. Rogers has three year deal. Let let's kind of just is he still a quarterback one? Yes, we're all nodding. Yeah, yes, yeah, he is. It's Jordan Rod or Jordan Rogers. Jordan, Jordan Rogers. Rogers. Jordan Rogers. Aaron Rogers' brother. That's just one now. Uh, okay. No, no, he's still. Jordan. Yeah, I think he's a top ten. I just don't think he's a, a top five this year. Sure. Yep. Now let's talk about the backup because we're talking dynasty here and super flex leagues are hot in the streets. Jordan love. I actually liked him as a prospect because I thought his mechanics were fantastic. Good mechanics. 
is he needed to learn upstairs. And now that's coming along slowly, but the weight helps. Aaron Rodgers had the same thing. Great release, great arm. They He made mistakes in college. He sat for years. Jordan Love, what are you guys doing with him, or are you just avoiding? I don't really own too many shares. Corey, did you get rid of yours? I know you had a lot. So I had a lot because it, the price was there at the time yeah. when he was drafted. Did they reach on him? Yes, but he was always a projection pick, a developmental guy. And the first round draft capital is just really hurting him because that's attached to him. They traded up for him. They could have got Justin Jefferson, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you're holding right now, obviously. Jordan Love, he's not going to start anytime soon unless a team trades for him. Uh, I do like him. Like you said, big arm, decent prospect, and he needs to learn some things. And the Packers did this well with Rodgers when they had Favre. And there has to be goes for something that the Packers have had three starting quarterbacks like the last 30 years or two yeah. starting quarterbacks, Rodgers and Favre. So, and then usually they come to Minnesota for a year or two. Yep. yep. Oh, see? I, I know the so story. When Kirk Cousins is done in two, three years, welcome Jordan Love. You mean Aaron Rodgers because we always get the old scraps. Oh, sure. That makes yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I think Jordan Love, his price right now is a third round pick. And at that price in the Superflex League, why not try? It's worth it. All right, let's go on to the running backs. Now, this is the room everybody wants to talk about. You got Aaron Jones, who's 27, uh, going to be 28, I think. And then A.J. Dillon, Quadzilla himself. Let's let's talk about these guys and also a little bit behind Kylan Hill. Kylan Hill, who's coming off a major ACL that looked very gross. He got put on the, on the pump. Yeah, he's probably still recovering. So, for me... I I like both these guys. I mean, Aaron Jones is going to catch a ton of passes. Dylan could get early work. They they're going to work together really nicely because this receiver core that we'll talk about soon is not great. Uh, Corey, we'll go to our guest. What do you think about this running back room as a as a whole? It seems really fun because it seems like they're going to be an integral part of this offense, given the wide receivers or lack thereof. Maybe the uncertainty there. Aaron Jones got that whatever restructure or extension, but when you look at it, it's really just a year. They could easily get out of that contract next year, especially if the team's not doing too well. A.J. Dillon, a young upcoming guy, he's super good. We all know that. I think they're going to be good compliments, a 1A, 1B. Like you said, Jones going to be catching more passes. Many people could believe he could be the wide receiver one on this team, and then Dillon could be that power guy who also does pretty well in the passing game. And then we mentioned Kylan Hill and Patrick Taylor. They just went on the pup. A guy they have undrafted free agent is Tyler Goodson from Iowa. So maybe he could have some sort of impact. Great name. But the main focus is going to be Jones and Dylan. And I guess Tyler Goodson now for the name. Tyler Goodson, though, is a great pass catcher, too. And he could actually be the replacement to Aaron Jones. So for me, I love stashing him on taxi squads big time because he's got good hands. Kind of kind of looks like an Aaron Jones, like maybe poor man's not doesn't have the juice like Jones does, but he could be sneaky. Uh, Chef, who in this yes. running back room would you rather have for the next two years? A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon. Now, are you just doing that for the age, or are you doing that for No, I'm doing it for the talent. I'm doing okay. it for the talent and the production. Uh, we obviously see if he could be running back 23 next to Aaron Jones' is running back 20. Uh, I, I think he's only 24 
Jones has a potential out, like Corey mentioned in 2023. Who's to say that they question. don't give money that money to Dylan heading yeah. into this year? So if like, you cut Dylan's thighs, can uh, you see 25 rings just like a tree trunk like would? A tree that's trunk. High, yeah, yeah, absolutely. High, okay, that's what I was getting. That's what I was, was kind of wondering. Would you so, trade now if you were the Dalvin Cook owner? Would you trade Dalvin Cook for Dylan plus a 23 first? Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, 100%. I think so. Cook's yeah. price right now, though, is a 23 first and a so. little bit sprinkled on. I don't think you're getting both. Is Dylan too much? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a second. Dylan in a second, I still would go Cook. Cook. That's the issue is what, what do you want? Do you want the proven production, the RB1 type production on an offense that's going to be do you using want, him? Like, uh, the way I look at it is like you could probably wind up flipping Dylan after the contract of Aaron Jones. Maybe they can. And, and maybe get two firsts out of the deal for Dalvin Cook. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Jones hangs on because he's a low production, you know. Maybe Interesting. he's. Maybe somebody who stays longer, kind of like an Alvin Kamara, because they don't use him like a bell cow. So yep. Jones could be a guy who lasts till he's thirty, kind of like oof. a D- Darren Sproles type player. That's a hard bet. That's Rogers hard could bet. just love him and want him. Yeah. You know, it's kind of Rogers' team. They he's got the Packers organizations in his hands. You'll save twelve million dollars if they do cut him post June first or trade. So he have sixty million or four million dead cap hit. So. There's so many things they can do. Maybe they could get a wide receiver in free agency next year, or maybe Aaron Jones, like you said, his utilization is going to be a little bit unique where he can last a little bit longer into you know 2024 with Rodgers if Rodgers does want him there. Yeah, and speaking of players Rodgers loves to have there, Alan Lazard is the wide receiver of one, and it's due to Aaron Rodgers telling the Packers to pay that man I love throwing this guy the ball. He's 6'5", 220. He's, he, he doesn't have the greatest speed, but, man, on contested catches, he can really come down with it. He always seems to be open, but now he is the wide receiver one. Uh, Corey, are you buying in this Alan Lazard hype? I mean, I have people around me who talk about it. Dave Kluge, uh, he's been a big Lazard fan. <sighs> Am I buying into it? Not to maybe the hype of which people are, but I'm not ignoring the potential that there can be within. Uh, You know, I guess, as we always say, it'll come down to price. You know, Aaron Rodgers takes some time to develop with his receivers. We've seen it with Adams because Randall Cobb, uh, Jordy Adams Nelson was, was there. terrible. His rookie year, by the way. There. People don't yeah, he realize had, he that. He left the league in drops, I believe. Yeah, uh, he was with like 16. Trash. And, you know, it takes time to develop. And Lazard is the longest tenured guy there right now. I mean, they brought in Sammy Watkins, but like whatever. Uh, hey, show some, show, show some respect to that show name. Show some respect on that name, man. <laughs> my fault, my fault. That's wide I, receiver know, one in 2014. That's wide receiver class. one in week one. Um, But Lazard's couldn't be cool. You know, Watson, the uncertainty there. He has his drop issues, but he's super athletic. He's also a tall guy, you know. uh. I don't know if that answered the question. I'm just like Switzerland or whatever, or Sweden. Or you're just in the middle. Switzerland? Yeah. You're, you're in Switzerland? Almost? I'm not here. I'm not there. I'm just in the middle. Like, I could see him having a great year, but he's not a guy that I went out and tried to trade for exclusively. Right. Uh, right. Or, and I, in like, Starbucks. I like him in best ball. Sure. So, I like so him in best James, ball. tell me why Romeo Dubs is a better player than Christian Watson. 
Ah, oh, how the <laughs> hell am I going to do that? I, I, that's actually my guess. I mean, yeah. we, we see this all the time. <laughs> we see this with players. Dubs is getting good reports out of camp saying that, you know, I'm he, not buying it. He, so you're, are you Dude, in on Watson? I'm watching over dubs. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. I you'd mean, rather not win? Yeah. You want, the, you want, you, you want, want Watson over dubs. Okay. You don't yeah. want to take the wins now. Uh, I thought it was dubs. Uh, yeah. Millennials say dubs. Uh, no, uh, they're like noobs, but it's R- dubs. Romeo, whatever it is, Romeo Doves. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Carson Strong's favorite He's receiver. Seven two, bro. Yeah, I mean, our, we're all percentile speed score. We are all over David Bell, and that dude is still running. So, <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's it's Rogers Trust. Uh, there's lots of players that don't run fast that Rogers is connected yeah, David with. Bell's ugly too. What about Robert Tunyon, the tight end? What about uh, he's, he's, be on, he's still on he's, the pup. Yeah, he's like, gonna be on the pup for a little Josiah bit. Josiah Deguara sees I, I actually like I don't I like the tight end. I don't year. like the tight end situation. No, it's I gonna be either. like a Mercedes Lewis situation. That's what it's gonna blocker. be. It's good, it's gonna be Aaron Jones. It's going to be Randall Cobb's gonna have some weird games where he just yeah, shows just, up. You just can't you can't do that to yourself. So, so for me, it, the Packers line actually is coming back healthy again this year. Hopefully, Bakhtiari started out on uh, Elton yeah, Jenkins. Yeah, right? they're getting a lot. They're getting a lot back. They they took some guys in the draft. This this line may not look great on paper, but it is definitely looking better than last year. And in that case, they're going to run. They're going to pass to Taron Jones, and they're going to they're going to spread it out throughout the receivers. So I for me, Alan Lazard is the guy I'm going for. I think right when we heard Lazard was holding out from his tenure uh, tenure, like whatever they offered him the contract uh for me i w- i was all in i'm like okay let's try to get lazard i offered nico collins for him and i got him so uh, that was what i got him for i think he's a cheap option where you can put it as a wide receiver three in your dynasty team that's good good way to put it you yeah he's a wide, need- wide receiver three flex play yeah, you don't need to expect much from him, but when he has a hundred yards, two touchdown game, he's going to win you that week, which is always what you want from your wide receiver three. Yeah. All right, let's move on to who should we go with? Let's go Detroit. Oh yeah. Uh, I, Corey is a Detroit fan for some odd reason. <laughs> I he submitted my fandom rebranded, rebranded so many times. I, I submitted re- my fandom pre NFL draft to the Detroit Lions. <laughs> now, my first time being a fan of a team. Now at my job. You have to stay with your job title for six months. Corey, I'm going to make sure you stick with it for six years. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now he's a fan as a fan. I'm not going to like anyone else, so I might as well take Detroit Lions. I love uh, Brad Holmes. I love. Okay, I mean, they're doing they're doing something here and it's it's looking fun. That's what I love about it. This team is hard to root against. Like I love watching these guys. Dan Campbell's a fun coach to watch. Yes, I would play for Dan Campbell. If Dan Campbell said you get in there and play center, you do. I think I would. (laughs) You do it. I I would at least try. Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes is awesome. The players are yes, like you said, buying into the system. Dan Campbell is a player's coach. Brad Holmes is one of the best scouting minds, talent evaluators out there, and you can see with his. What'd you say? They, they have DeAndre Swift. That's all you need to know. Oh, they t- I was like, whoa, why are we talking crap about DeAndre Swift? That's my running back. Bro. Oh, hell, hell no. No, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Jamal Williams is awesome. Love the personality there, oh too. Oh, my God. Fun. 
all these wide receivers, their additions that they've made so far yeah. on the offense, you know, uh, it's the defense wise too. This team is really exciting. So I was happy to hop on board with the Lions this year. All right. All right. Let's, Let's start off quarterback, Jared Goff. You ah, may not like him, but no, he is yeah. the quarterback. And you know what? Yeah. He didn't do too bad last year. I will give credit where credit is due. Jared Goff looked like what we saw from him in, let's see, what would it be? Was he in St. Louis for like a year? He was, or was uh, it? Yeah, he was, I believe. Yeah, so in LA, Brad Holmes he, drafted him. He played decent, I'll say. Like his touchdown numbers aren't great, but when you have 2018 these, quarterback six, yeah, Systems. but he's thrown like Systems. crazy. And, you know, McVay. But for me, Goff, what are you guys doing with him in Dynasty? Let, let's start there because if you have him, you don't feel great. Corey, what you know, are you doing with Goff in Dynasty? He's obviously the bridge guy, always has been, because when you look at that contract situation after this year, he has two more years left on his contract, getting paid 20, 23 million, but the Lions couldn't cut him for zero dead cap. So he's either done or he has one more year for them, especially if the Lions aren't where they will want to be in 2023. So what we're going to do with him is I'm going to try to sell him unless you're a contender, obviously, because Goff doesn't just seem to have a future of a legit starting quarterback, especially if you want to talk about franchise quarterback. He's just not it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. So. I agree. The issue is I think they're going to win more games than they think. So they're not going to be picking. They're not going to be picking where they expect. Like everybody thought, oh, Bryce Young would be great here or or CJ Stroud. So they pass on every rookie quarterback in this draft. There was rumors of Malik Willis. It was it was interesting, to say the least. I thought Malik Willis would look good in Lions uniform in when he was falling. I'm sitting there like, come on, just pull the trigger. But Rumors had it. They had more needs, bigger needs that they needed to fill, and they did. And one of those needs, we'll just go right to it, was Jameson Williams. Minnesota Vikings botched a trade. They Minnesota Vikings screwed up. It was like that new dynasty league owner that comes in, and you're trying to get a feel for the league and how to trade, but everybody hops in and tries to take advantage of the, the rookie dynasty owner, and that was kind of it with the Vikings with their new GM. So Detroit gets Jameson Williams. Now he tore his ACL in the national championship game. So he will be out. He he might even be ready for week one. I would not expect much. News would, is that he's going to miss many uh miss camp, couple regular season games, most likely. Okay. And I'm fine with that. I, would say, I was just about to say week six is when you should start getting the binoculars out and start really watching him. It's on gonna stink because he's gonna miss camp. He's going to miss any kind of chemistry opportunity that he could get out there. So I, I love the, the potential for him, but I don't, I don't see him like really like showing pro uh, progression until like week 12, dude, he's going to be one of those late week wide receivers this year. So since Jamison Williams got his injury in college, he was able to be put on the non NFL injury list. So if he remains on this list the entire season, he will not accrue a game, therefore setting his contract back. So now his contract will not officially start till next year. So he will then have five additional years from that. So he would get unpaid this whole year. (laughs) Yeah, I'm unsure. It's just terrible. I'm sure they'll like, yo, bro, we got you. But, you know, and all the money he made from Bama. 
Oh, um, yeah. A lot of that. But it's yeah. a smart tactic because the Lions, they may not have to waste a year of his eligibility, basically. That's that's kind of smart. And he's a young kid. That they're not worried about age they're with him. They're not playing for anything this year, really. Just yep. pushing it down the road, man. Just like you said, they got to go for a quarterback. They got two first-round picks next year, or this year, yeah. I guess. Let, let's talk about Amaral St. Brown. I, I liked him a lot last year coming out, Chef. I know you did as well. Yep. So he was an interesting case. He had a mixed bag first half of the year last year and then blew up. Was a, a top 10 receiver. Second half of the year looked like he was a bona fide stud. But I think we all knew there's no Swift, there's no Hawkinson, and they're going to add a piece. Like that was the rumor in the offseason. Now, and it, ha- and, and it definitely happened. Now, yeah. the thing is, is mm-hmm. are, are we buying back in because the price is lowering? I know he was going for what? 110 before rookie drafts. He people was going. Them. Yep. A lot of people were going all in, mm-hmm. trading, trading multiple picks for him, trading a lot to go out and get Amara St. Brown before they even took Jameson. Now, Corey, you're the Lions fan here. Yeah, tell, me, yeah, I am. tell me what to do with Amara St. Okay. Brown. Um, that's a great question. And like you alluded to before about Hawkinson and Swift not being there, Amara St. Brown stepped up, but we just can't ignore the fact that he had elite stretch to end the season as a rookie. What he had 90 catches or something like that. He's he, you just can't deny what he did when he was given the chance. He proved that he can do it when given the chance, you know, uh, uh, (laughs) that's that's the sound of hedging. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's tough, man, because the lions came out and said they want him to be a big uh, important factor of this offense this season. Maybe that's because Jamison Williams won't be there. But we've seen offenses work tons of times with two receivers as one A, one B, or as one and two. And Williams and Amon Ross St. Brown can be that guy, especially if Williams is out there uh, stretching the field and St. Brown's there in the slot, work in the middle with Hawkinson up the seams. And then, of course, Swift, as you said before. I, I do like St. Brown, but not where he was at the peak. But if you, you know, second round, easy. I don't know what his value is. His value has come down a little bit. And I think that's what Tyler was alluding to. Good. Um, And I I think if you have him, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm not going to sell him right now. I have, I I have him because number one, we were big fans. I I drafted him everywhere late second round last year and Mm -hmm. he paid off early for us. That's what we want to see that he can produce. It just gives him a little bit of boosted value. I want to hold on to him. I, I don't think the Lions are done rebuilding. We know Corey said, you, you know, quarterbacks coming in eventually, hopefully next year. There's plenty of weapons on the field. I think this team is ready for an uptick in offensive production. I think if it all comes together the way we're looking, they add DJ Chark. Now, everybody says, oh, you know, DJ Chark, he bummed out in, in Jacksonville. They gave Urban him said 10- he was a big man that played soft. They Urban didn't him know what the hell he was talking $10 about. $10 million dollars for one year. That's a hefty prove it deal. Like I got the money. Yeah. And, and then they go out and draft Jamison Williams. So I think Chark is just there for a little bit. We know Jamison Williams can be the field stretcher. He's great at getting separation. We'll see him later on in the year. If DJ Chark doesn't pay off, maybe Williams gets that quick in the game showing off kind of thing. And then, you know, he's the number one. He could be eventually. Yep, and that offense they came out and said they want they were like the fourth slowest tempoed offense or something like that. It could be three to six. I don't remember exactly, Thanks but they came out Anthony and said Lynn. they want to get it going. They want to have a faster paced offense, which could mean yeah. quicker throws, 
dump offs to Swift, utilizing some weird stuff with Amon Rante Brown or whatever. So let's talk about Swift. Uh, that's a great segue. Let's We've talk been about waiting, Swift. bro. Great segue. <laughs> Let, I mean, it, we there's not really much to say. Swift ceiling could be RB one with all the catches he's going to get, and he's going to get tons of touches. Once Dan Campbell took over player calling, he blew up. And that's what Dan Campbell wants. He wants to use him like that Alvin Kamara style. That's mm-hmm. what he's been saying all along. Jamal Williams is fine, but man, Swift is, he guy. could be so good if he stays healthy. So I think we're all in on Swift. Right? Yeah, I don't I don't have any. He he can improve as a rusher, like as oh, a, yeah. a rusher, but his specific role, you don't really. I don't think I want him to. I, I think I want him to right. stay healthy and just catch passes specific role, like, all day long, like an Austin Eckler type. And, back where you know bad. you're going to wind up being the top five running back because your pass catching ability and you stay healthier so and i like this that. offensive line this offensive line finally gelled mid-season they have a good so solid one solid. their offensive line i think is top 10 easily solid. in the league they got no holes everything is just solid so let's go to hawk who's the most interesting case of all is he a really? tight end is he an elite tight end one is he not an elite tight end one? Because he's priced right now still as an elite tight end. He has tight end five in DLF. Yep. He hasn't stayed healthy. There's issues with his with his targets. He always starts off hot and then falls off due to injury or something else. What 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 should we do with Hawk? I know last year I actually traded 105 to get Hawk and then regret it because Pitts went at 105. Mm. So. I he's he's definitely an interesting case. I loved Hawkinson his rookie year. I thought he's going to blow up, but man, just the injuries seem to be getting in his way, and as well as production. So Corey, what are you specifically doing with Hawkinson? Yeah, uh, I've sold him twice this off season, and I was Ooh, saying right. before last season started to sell him because he won't be a top five dynasty tight end. I'm not a fan of him simply because he's just not making the big plays like. Yeah, he'll get some touchdowns. That's cool. He's just not a guy that's going to kind of be a game changer, maybe for the price. So I sold what ended up being Sky Moore in a 2023 first for Hawk, and then uh, another rendition of a second round in a 2023 first for Hawk. So I'm trying to get these 2023 first, a great class, and buying into the hype of Hawk before it could potentially go down even more after this season, especially with these new guys coming in and the emergence of Amon Rossi and Brown. And of course, we just went through this all with Jamison Williams, DJ Shark, DeAndre Swift being healthy. Yeah, I completely agree. And you know what? This Lions team is an underdog team. And you know what else? Underdog is a great app to go to because it is also an underdog app. You got FanDuel, you got DraftKings. You know what? I'm going to go to underdog because it is the one spot shop for drafting best ball and there's nothing better than best ball say you're you're kind of getting that itch to do a startup draft or something you know what don't do that go to underdog use code dhh deposit ten dollars or twenty dollars and you will get double that that's match how you do up it to a hundred dollars it's matched up to a hundred you know what why not get free money get get a hundred dollars for free and use I- it on underdog play some best balls do some over unders there's nothing better than to do that at this time. I mean, it's kind of a dead season until training camp, even training camp. There is nothing better than drafting a team while training camp rookies because of the buzz. You hear the buzz like, Ooh, I'm going to get a piece of this just in case it does happen. All the rumors I'm hearing, it does happen. And then I got, I hit and I win. I don't know. Say you win 50 bucks. 
My favorite thing is going back at the end of the season and being like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I had like 20 best balls and going back to see how much you banked. And that is always fun to do. And you know what? Use code DHH. Get your money doubled. 20 bucks. You get 20 bucks. You know, you know the whole entire deal. So go there. Code DHH and sign up today. Let's- back to back to Hawkinson real fast because I didn't yeah. get to get in to say anything. I'm hedging on Hawkinson. I think he has a comeback season. All right. He only played 12 games last year, 61 receptions. Now in 2020, he scored, uh, he had 723 yards, six touchdowns. I, I think he Schultz. can get back to that. Yeah. <laughs> I think he can get back up to that level if he plays in that field and, and earn that tight end five uh, expectation per se. All right. Red zone target. So we are hitting 45 minutes. So we need to kick this into overdrive to keep it with. We don't need to talk about the Bears. I mean, let's talk a little bit about the Chicago Bears because there are some players that we like to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start off with Justin Fields. I'm going to ask some questions. I'm going to ask some who is your other speed round Chicago Bears. Go. Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields? Fields. What? (laughs) Easily. Lawrence. Over Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, Lawrence had a horrible season last year. He did not okay. shine like the way Fields did. Fields is better. All right. Now, Trey Lance or Justin Fields? Lance. Uh, I'm going to go Lance. Better situation. Okay. Now, let's go Zach Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. <laughs> I can't even. Lawrence. I can't even Fields. Uh, Fields. 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 All right. So, Fields, to me, uh, he seems like he's being slept on completely. He, I think he's a, a he's a risky buy right now with the offense the way it is. Uh we don't know what's going to happen, but there is good reports saying that he's embracing leadership role in his second year. There's just not too many weapons around him in my opinion. You know, we have Montgomery, we have Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert should be in a bigger role in year 2. He flashed against the Bucks and the Pan- Packers last year. I mean, the guy averaged 86 yards per game in the four games he played. I I like Herbert I'm not so in on Monty. He, they could get out of his con- like. I think it's a contract season for him. Maybe next year. I might be wrong on that. Don't vet me on that. But it's the real guy in the year. offense this is year. Mooney. You want Mooney? 140 targets last year. I'm sure he'll meet that again. He's almost mm-hmm. like a DJ Moore reliability factor at this point. And then we have Cole Komet that really seals the deal. I'm not interested in anybody else except for the running backs, Mooney, the big four. and Cole Komet. Yeah. If you want to run through it like that, that's it. That's it. I like yep. Alex Jones too, but like not for fantasy reasons. I just like him. I now let's talk one more. Nikhil Harry. He's oh, Vales Jones. Oh, I too. forgot about him. Nikhil Harry. Him. He's in Nikhil Chicago. Do you, think, do you think he has a resurgence? No, because no. Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick is stupid with players and doesn't use them correctly. Yeah. No. So, deep threat, maybe. I don't think he's a deep. He, he just wasn't speed. good either. So. No, he was he was not great. It's and worth a shot for the Bears. What did 100%. they pay a seventh round pick in twenty twenty four? I whatever. think Vilas Jones might surprise some people. He's athletic. He could impress. He's also older four, three, than four, Nikhil four, Harry. Three, one forty. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, I don't care as long as he produces. Like Justin Field can produce, pick him. Just like he needs, uh, he needs uh, to Patrick hit the Mahomes. ground running. Yeah, he needs to hit yeah. right away for right him away. To actually yeah. be a dynasty asset. That's oh, the issue uh, with him. I mean, I think you have like five guys here that all have big question marks. Pringle, Nikhil Harry, Equinemius St. Brown, Dante Pettis, and then Vilas Jones. We don't know who the number two in the system is going to be. Even if it doesn't work out, the answer is who's going to be the number two receiving option. It's probably going to be 
Komet. It's going to be Komet, yeah. Montgomery. I wouldn't be shocked if Herbert gets some play in the right. pass catching role. One hundred percent. Or they don't have Jerry Evans. Or they don't have a person. Uh, no, I'm done with him. Or they go out and get Julio Jones or Will Fuller. That's another option. There's some free agents out there. But yeah, this team is going to. This they're going to be the bottom. Rough. They're, they're going to be at the bottom. They're going to have a high, high pick next year. All right, yeah. moving on. AFC yes. North. Let's go to AFC North. We'll talk about the Browns right from the get-go. Deshaun Watson, is he going to play this season? That's going to be my first question. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I agree. He will. Yeah, I think so. Maybe now eight games, maybe less. I, I would say four to six is what. Uh, you yeah. so, could yeah, argue it, about the... I mean, it's just a wait and see kind of thing. I mean, we all know the the high potential, a high ceiling for for Deshaun Watson when he's on the football field. We saw him with a a okay Houston Texans team. He made them shine. Offensive line was terrible. Terrible. He he knows how to scramble. He he is a producer when it comes to fantasy. Whether or not he's on the field, I mean, weather is my issue with him. He played in the dome. And he plays yeah. in Texas. Weather could be an issue for Watson. Yeah, I think it might be different. Uh, we may not be seeing the same one. You remember, he hasn't played in over a year. So this may be all shaken up, and it might extend into the 2022 season. So I, I don't – for Dynasty, I think his value is at a low right now, and you possibly could be buying. I am. Should and be. Now, yeah. now, now the issue is – is can you separate fantasy from real life? Just because that's the I'm, whole that's the whole just thing. Because it's I'm trading the... for him in Dynasty doesn't make me a bad person. I'm just trying to play this little fun game we have in, in Dynasty. You're trying to get the fantasy points. Hundred hundred percent. That's what's what it's all about. Shout out and, for the sponsor. And I mean, I I dealt Justin Fields straight up for him in one league. I did, and that. I was I was loving it. Now people were like, "Oh man, I I wouldn't even do that. Not even close." And it's like. It's worth it. For me, yeah, they both carry risk. One I've seen play elite. Yeah. Now, am I a fan of him? No. Am I a fan of what he does on the field? Yes. Now, the pass catchers that are he's going to be throwing to is a different different story. story. Amari Cooper. And he's coming over from Dallas. Every picture you've seen does not look happy to be in Cleveland, but has he ever looked happy? <laughs> he's no, never he's never honest. smiled. <laughs> he's never smiled no matter what team he's been on, the Raiders, oh, the Cowboys, and now the Browns. He never smiles. He's just got this chip on his shoulder. That's how he plays, and I, I think he'll be okay in in Cleveland with Deshaun Watson as quarterback. All right, now, now give me your take on David Bell. Fine. <laughs> That's He'll lead the Browns I mean, in receiving this year. You Really? Wow. I don't no, know. No, catches or uh yeah, good question. I don't know. David Bell's cool. I've never been the biggest fan of Mari Cooper. David Bell, if they utilize him correctly, absolutely could probably yeah. it, oh, who had that? It's kind of me. Oh, hold on, I'm blanking. Oh, similar maybe to AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. Like AJ Brown will lead in yards, but Devontae Smith will lead in receptions. Okay. Now, David David Bell kind of I know Doug's a big fan, and Doug has said he's kind of got some Hopkins to his game. And big guy, big physical guy. He and, knows how to how to separate. That's yep, for sure. And he's got great he's ball tracking smart. skills. Yeah. Um. Now let's. Uh, we do. We really need to talk about the running backs. Nick Chubb is a, a freaking. I, I want to. Maybe I want to real more. fast. Nick, Nick Chubb is the best runner in the NFL. The best pure running back in the NFL, hands down. It's not Derrick Henry. It's Nick Chubb. If Nick Chubb was playing in 2001, he would be the 101. In he's fantasy. one of the best pure runners in the game. 
All right. Yeah. We don't have to, you know, it's just, he's always just been soft spoken because of, you know, he got outshadowed by Baker Mayfield in the draft in the gym and he's just, just quiet. Yeah. But I really want to talk about Kareem hunt real fast. Um, only played eight games last year. You have him. He's 27 years old. Can we still get some kind of return for Kareem hunt? I don't want yeah. it. Maybe it's too he's late. Wor- he's worth no. more on your team. I think he's worth more on your roster. I think he gets than- traded. I don't. I think it's Dearness Johnson. I mean, they already picked up Dearness Johnson's tender, right? But they said he gave him more. And then they went out and drafted Jerome Ford. I think they want Ford to be the three. That's the thing. I think they want Ford to be the three. They don't want to carry five running backs. So, honestly, it could be Hunt or it could be Dearness Johnson. Dearness Johnson is going to be cheaper for teams. So, for me, I think it's going to be Dearness Johnson on the move and not Cream Hunt. But you agree that someone's not going to make the team. Hundred percent. I I think they want Ford to stay there. Younger kid. Fourth round pick. He's cheap, and they got Felton, who they love to use in space. Special teams guy. Our friend Alfredo Brown had Jerome Ford really high in his class. I yeah. remember. I like Ford. So so for me, I think Hunt stays, which is fine. Hunt and Hunt and Chubb. Hunt and Chubb. <laughs> hunt and Chubb. Chubb and Hunt. So, uh, Chubb and Hunt. We just gave Doug's plans for tonight away. Damn. All right. Real uh, <laughs> fast. David Njoku, new contract, four-year deal. No, thank you. 54.7 million, 17 million guaranteed. Shout out to my guy from New Jersey, Caldwell. He's good. Uh, no, thank you. Tight end one, potential? No. No. Is he a buy I mean, yes, right obviously. I think he's a yeah. buy No. A t- Tight end one for a tight end really should only matter for like the top five or six tight ends because anyone could sneak in in the back end. Ha ha pause, especially with a lot of touchdowns. But <laughs> who was the tight that. end? Who was the tight end for Houston when Deshaun Watson was there? Um, a big old guy, number 87, Fells. And he Fels. had like yeah, Darren Darren Fels. touchdowns a season, dude. I mean, the Joku's athletic. We saw him rip off those big plays. Is he going to be a top option? No, but he can be a serviceable guy. I think he could be used in the in the red zone for sure. Because forgetting, he's also got to stay healthy. That dude can never stay healthy. For me, it's Harrison Bryant. I want all the Harrison Bryant because this guy, he won the tight end, the best tight end in college award when he came out. He is so good and so underrated. It's like Foster Moreau for Oakland, who we'll probably talk about next week. But man. Harrison Bryant's so good, and if he had an opportunity to be their tight end, he would be productive because he's just a guy who knows how to play, get open, and and be right where he needs to be. Najoku, he's super athletic and fun. I get it. There's upside there, but haven't we haven't we read this whole entire thing every single year? The same words over and over. I'm out. I'm out of Najoku. No, thank you. Now. Is there any other surprise player for Cleveland that you want to talk about other than Anthony Schwartz, who I think is the Wolf Fuller for this team? The slot guy? No, the speed guy. guy. The, the dude is guy. fast. David Njoku, by the way. The slot guy will be David Bell. Do you think Donovan Peoples-Jones makes it? I love yeah, he's cool. Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's, he's going to be another speed guy. It's going to be him and Schwartz that are fighting for the third receiver on this team. Peoples-Jones, they just seem not the, like they don't want to give him the opportunity but from off-season reports and training camp, uh, I well, I don't know training camp, but I know off-season they have talked very positive things about Anthony Schwartz and how he's worked hard. 
that dude ran a four two six. six, I think. Yeah, he's he's wicked fast. He's fast. Yeah, super like track fast, which is what they don't have in that receiving room. Yeah, and he missed training camp last year too, which obviously hindered his development. He had a big first game. I think he had like three receptions, 52 yards, and then he got injured or something. So, you know, maybe, yeah. We all yeah, know he's, he's I mean, super Baker, cheap too. Baker compared to Deshaun Watson throwing him, you know. It's Watson loved too. throwing the full uh, to Fuller. Like yeah. that, that's Watson's thing. Like, okay, I'm going to look for Fuller. It might, do I have that deep option? No. Okay, I'm going to throw to Hopkins over here. Yep. And vice okay, versa. Hey, David Bell. Yep. Do you get it? Yep. So let's move on. Let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and okay. uh, the Pittsburgh Kenny Pickett's small hands. Trubisky, the you know sliders. Yeah, the the cheeseburger slider himself, Kenny Pickett. I I still like Pickett. I don't care what people say. If he's gonna sit four to eight games, that's fine. Trubisky ain't it. They yeah, they no. took him twenty overall. He's a bridge quarterback. They, they are going to play Pickett. They're going mm. to this sometime this year. Mm. He he's twenty four. He's not sitting a whole year. Mm. Not yeah, one bit. Older. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot it was that old. Yeah, he's he's twenty four. He's going to play this year. They they're not going to let a twenty four year old sit and then be like, okay, you're twenty five now. Did you learn anything? No, because he already knows pro style offense. <laughs> they they saw what he got. Like they they knew exactly what they got because he played like practice in that stadium. They watched him over and over. And he doesn't need to do much in this offense. They got great weapons that we'll talk about soon. So for me, can he pick it? I think the price is really falling right now. And I'm all about snagging up that value because he was, for me, 106. I think you can get him for even cheaper right now. Yeah, it's the lowest you'll get him right now. And that's what I have in my notes on him right now. Like, you could buy him right now. Two sec- 223 seconds, I think, gets yeah. it done. Yeah. I still think Trubisky could start all season. That's fine. But he's still Kenny Pickett is the future there. You know, absolutely, absolutely, and that's and that's where we're we're at with it. And and you know, in the in the interim, we have Najee Harris that's going to run all over the field. He's going to be used as a workhorse. Tomlin stated that he will have to be a bell cow this season. He's only twenty four. I think he holds up for like two to three years if at that pace. But let's see if Kenny Pickett can come in and get a little bit more comfortable with the run first uh, uh, approach. Until he gets more, until they can open up the playbook a little bit more for the rookie. Um, Quick question. With that being said, what about Deontay Johnson? And I, actually want, to go, I actually want to go back to Najee. You're talking about the bell cow. What are you doing with him? Because he's 24. He'll be 25 next year. I, for me, he came in older, and I, I don't mind that. But I just... For me, the value like we played this value game in Dynasty, which is which is fine, and and he was also a guy that was getting just volume after volume, and that's where his points were coming from. Are he's what a top five pick he's in Dynasty RB2, right now? He's RB two in DLF. Okay, so Yuck. yeah, I'm selling. Yeah, and we all talk like I'm a big proponent of when a running back hits their biggest prime, prime for. For value, I'm out. I'm going to re- hit the refresh button. 2023 class is a perfect class to hit that refresh button. Corey, you're with me, right? Yeah, I like I like Najee Harris. I don't mind the workload. I know a lot of people like to freak out about it. There's been numerous running backs who have made it, but that only means they've been healthy. Like Curtis Martin was drafted in 1995. His first season under 1,000 yards rushing 
was 2005, and that was when he had his season, uh, career-ending injury. He also had his lowest of 259 yards receiving throughout that 10-year stretch in 1999, and he had 368, 367, 333, 316 carries, and he his lowest was 30 receptions as a rookie. So we could take the anomaly, you know, Fred Taylor, LaDainian Tomlinson, but there's only so few of them that what happens if Najee Harris does get this significant injury and you missed out on getting what two firsts, uh, a second and maybe a younger player or three firsts yeah. if you're lucky, his, you know, his, his whatever value can't get much higher. Exactly. It, so it I'm, could, but I think you're really, no. you're really a, rolling yeah. the dice on there. It definitely like a sell for sure. If you could get so much, even if you're a contender, you know, you could find replaceable running back production. Swift sure. or Najee? Straight up. What are I you mean, doing? Swift, I guess, but that's just because I love my Swift for the longevity. I'm going Swift. PR due too. To the, yep, due to the pass catching. I know Najee had yeah. a boat to, a boatload of catches. That is that's not gonna happen with Ben Roethlisberger not back there anymore. Let's go to the receivers. They have a couple new ones and they have a couple ones that look to be on their way out in a couple years. Deontay sure. Johnson. Um Let's talk about Deontay. He didn't get his contract extension. Nope. Extension talks have stalled. Would it be that's good for? Way. Would it be good for him to go to Green Bay? Because that's a perfect no, destination for him. It would suck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it would suck. Yeah, okay. Suck for everybody on Green Bay. Corey's got to put oh, that bro. on his Twitter. It would suck for yeah, Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. No, yeah, the Steelers don't pay their wide receivers. They no. did it with AB, Martavis Bryant. They well, drafted. They, they paid AB because he was like elite of elite of elite. Well, there goes my narrative. Yeah, they, I mean they they <laughs> decided to pay him over Emmanuel Sanders. There that that was, was the whole entire for. thing. Thank you. Uh, but they drafted Pickens in the seconds, who had first Calvin round talents. Claypools, whatever, but you, their their talent evaluators at the wide receiver position so is pretty good. solid, so they can easily replace these positions yep. for a position that isn't that replaceable. Yeah, I I agree, and that's why Pickens is so like it's almost like a highlight over his name every rookie draft because Pittsburgh took him. Like for me, Claypool was I loved Claypool because I'm a Notre Dame guy, but when Pittsburgh took him, I'm like oh nope, this sucks. Mm. I made that mistake. Because I was like, oh, this this sucks. He's going to get no playing time. You know what? I made that mistake. I'm not going to make it again. Because Steelers always hit on second and third round picks at receiver. They always do. Reason, Juju. Was and, AB and second round? AB was a fifth rounder, a sixth rounder. Out he was a later Michigan. pick. And that's why Kelvin Austin is kind of an interesting pick. He's uh, a jitterbug style. But he plays more above the rim than people think. His tape showed a little bit of, uh, I mean, there are some Tyreek Hill-esque splashes in his in his tape. So Kelvin Austin could be an interesting player to go look for like a fourth He'll get some carries. Pick. Yeah, he'll get carries. He'll probably get some looks, maybe some screen passes. They're going to be playing really close to the line. That's going to be the Steelers game, which goes to Pat Fryermuth. Now, James, I will give you Pat Fryermuth. We all know Doug and I love him. James, talk about Pat Frymuth. I mean, he was a Penn State tight end. I'm all in. Like, he's good. Not, you know, he's not good. He's great. Who's another Penn State tight end? Gasecki. Gasecki. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great. That's a great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm just a big fan of the Penn State uh, alums. Good. Sorry. Uh, 
he's tight end eight in DLF right now. I, I, I'm that's, in that's on actually it, pretty high. Yeah, for, for I, I think year. it's I think it's okay, and I think he, it it's pays production. off in expectations. I mean, last year he had a 75% catch rate, 60 receptions, almost 500 yards, seven touchdowns. I don't see why not. I mean, he's a bridge quarterback's rookie quarterback's best friend, yep. big tall guy in the end zone. Like, come on. So if they're so, in down there in the 10 zone, I think he can get it done for him and somewhat in the middle of the field as a as a safety valve. So for me, that's that's the biggest thing for me is Trubisky's gonna look right in the yeah. middle of the field. That line is not great. They're going to have to get rid of the ball quick. And what's quicker than looking right where you're already staring, right in the middle of the field at uh, the a quick curl, a five-yard pass, and, and Fryermuth is going to catch those. I think Fryermuth is in for a big season. Yeah, and not a, lot of people are, not a lot of people are talking about it just because these quarterbacks, like Pickett is a perfect quarterback for Fryermuth to, su- to succeed. And I think that's going to actually hurt Deontay. So for me, Deontay is a huge sell. Get out. I'm all in on Pickens. I love the talent, which by then I think Kenny Pickett will trust his arm and his ability and him and Pickett will grow together. Yeah, and I agree. And if, and, and if uh, Pickett is the number two in training camp, Pickens will be right there catching every single ball from him. Yeah. So that's something good. Look to they're they're going to be fun to watch in, uh, in preseason games, Pickett and yeah, Pickens. Absolutely. And we're not, we're not in, in these backup running backs. No, thank you. No, no. Benny Snell lost weight. I don't care. He's still slow. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Let's move on to the next team. We'll go Baltimore Ravens. Oh, great. Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, he's beefed up. He actually looks it. Like you hear reports like, oh, he ganged a bunch of weight. Lamar looks it. Like his arms. He's about to get paid, dude. Lamar's arms look yoked. He's been working on his throwing motion, which, you know what? I don't care how good or bad he throws because, man, that guy produces in fantasy, and he's so fun to watch. MVP, bro. I think the the position on that team produces in fantasy, and I like Tyler Huntley as a stash. Yeah, he he got paid. He will be a backup this year, and next year he'll be able to hit the free agent market. Uh, I was listening to Cecil Lammy and and Sigmund talk about uh, Tyler Huntley and and how people are like, well, you don't they were talking how people were saying you don't need to pay Lamar Huntley can step right in. No. I'm right with them. It is a clear drop off. Like Lamar is Oh no, I think Lamar is no. definitely yeah. better. And, but there's there's people out there that think that's not true. They think Huntley can step right in and be just as no. good. Lamar for me is a guy who he doesn't need to throw much. He's going to be top line quarterback. He just needs to stay healthy and the extra weight hopefully helps. Now does it slow it down? We've I don't I don't think so. With a guy like his style, he's we just saw so Cam smooth. slow down after a while. But Cam is a tank. I mean, you add more weight to a tank, it slows down. Yeah. <laughs> so fair enough. I mean, I mean, honestly, you get you get a truck like Lamar Jackson is. He could be just a truck, and you put some sandbags in the back of that thing. It's going to ride a lot better. It's going to have a little better grip. Be a little more safe in the winter. That could be Lamar. That's my, that was a terrible oh. analogy, but you know yeah. what? I'm going to stick with it. Okay. Uh, so Lamar, we're all in. I've I've actually went and tried to trade for a bunch of shares. I got one. And Tyler's I'm still got looking. his sandbags in his pickup. 
Sandbag and son of a bitch. In the AFC North. Sandbag and son of a bitch. Yeah. So let's move on to the running backs who I have talking about sandbagging. I have been uh, (laughs) OUT out on this whole backfield all season. Uh, We're in a league together, and I've been trying to trade J.K. Dobbins for the longest time unsuccessfully. And now I'm You want too much. (laughs) Now I'm stuck. I mean, before I didn't, but now I I am stuck. Yeah, he's a he's a great talent, but man, if all like I heard, it's an LCL now, an MCL. Like what about Tyler Beatty? I love him. Love his style of play. Uh, I mean, there is all around kind of player, sixth round pick. He's very he's comps, intriguing. Comps I mean, sixteen hundred yards, eighteen total touchdowns in his last year in college. Yeah, a small Missouri. guy, a yeah. small guy, but plays with some power. I I really like 54 him. Fifty four receptions. He should have he should have been a fourth round pick at at least, and he drops. So to he's a steal the to the Ra- Yeah, he drops to the Ravens. The Ravens always get yep. that drop piece. Hundred percent. Like, like maybe Peter it's Tyler Cole. Beatty this year. He, that's, yeah. Give me. A I'm cheap out backer. on Mike Davis, Gus Edwards, and you're stuck with Dobbins if you have him. But Tyler Beatty's interesting. Yeah. Uh, moving right along, I guess wide receiver room short list as well. Devin Duvernay is a very sneaky player that you should be looking at and i mean rashad bateman yeah it, it's it's either uh do you want to take the plunge right now his his price is high if you want to take the plunge like i did i paid a 23 first for a 23 wow. first and 24 second if you want to take the plunge and you you want to be in i had lamar in that league i wanted the stack. i wanted the stack give me stacks on stack wait on it nope so i did it huh. i i bought in because his and stock I, went high. I agree. I'm from I'm from Minnesota. I've seen him play in Minnesota. Bateman in a in a terrible and oh God. Yes. And for me, watching him play Roll with Tanner Tanner Morgan at quarterback, who's garbage. This kid is garbage, but don't tell PJ Fleck that because PJ Fleck is like his dad or something, because he loves him. Tanner What's Morgan your- throwing him passes. Bateman made the most of it. Bateman is a very good receiver. He's fast. He, he ran a four three nine. So that's spe- if you're like, oh, Marquise Brown speed. No, Bateman's fast as well. Bateman can just do everything else good as well. So for me, Bateman's either going to be a stud or he's going to be okay. I don't think he's going to fail, but his price is so high that people are expecting him to be elite. Now, one first, wide receiver 25 right now. He was wide receiver 70 and 20. Now we talked we talked about Gabe Davis. Are you going Gabe Davis or Rashad Bateman? Bateman. <sighs> I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Chef, and most people won't, but I think I'm on the Bateman side just because there's a tad more upside. There's there's more upside for Bateman because you have digs there for long term. So yeah, I like Rashad Bateman. Bateman. Bateman's good. Bateman Bateman's switches great. Bateman switches number to seven. That Bateman's gonna be linked everything. with Lamar Jackson for a long time, I think. Whenever and receiver, he could be that Keenan Allen plus type of receiver that could put up wide receiver one numbers year over year. So I, I'm in. I'm you want to hear real, You want to hear real analysis? Whenever a receiver uh-huh. goes from a gross number like twelve to a single digit number like seven, yeah, that that's all in. You should be all in. <laughs> that's real analysis right there. Now, Mark Andrews, stud. Love the guy. He's Is he tight end one or two he for you? T- uh, he's in the top three. Yeah, sure. I, I think it's Pitts, 
I think it's Andrews. Yeah. And then take your pick. Well, and then it's probably Kelsey still. Actually, Man, we, I think DLF. I think they have Kittle at number two. We need more tight ends, don't we? We need yeah. to get some more youth. And, we'll be coming up soon. Yes, Michael, Michael Mayer, Meyer, Rock Powers. Yep, there's gonna be some good ones, but yeah, uh, Mark Andrews is good. Great. Moving on. That's yeah. it. That's pretty much it. All right, let's move on to the Bengals after talking about how great Mark Andrews is. Man, the Bengals, what a step up. This team took a huge leap. Uh, Jamar Chase can actually catch footballs, guys. This is great news. Awesome, awesome news. And you know what else he can do? He can be the wide receiver one for Dynasty. Who is it for you, Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase? Jefferson. Jefferson. Okay, so we're all on the same page. Chase He's going to win you weeks, man. He He's going to literally be the guy that's like, oh, well, I'm done. He could play on a Thursday night and go off, and that's when you know you lost. Like, that's yeah. how good of a player he is. So the you person throwing him the ball is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's got major hype in Dynasty Superflex Leagues. Joe Burrow's quarterback four. He's quarterback five or six. It doesn't, like, wherever, whatever you think of him, he's very highly thought of. Which is weird because this time last year we all thought he could be on the pup. He might not. He might not start the season, and now he's a stud. Where are you guys ranking Joe Burrow? Oh, he's a top five for me. Corey, uh, I was trying to think really quick off top. Yeah, young I mean, Kirk Cousins. Where <laughs> were Kirk Cousins? Young Burrow. Kirk Cousins. Burrow. Yeah, Burrow. I mean, he's nice with it, man. He he's got the aura, the swagger with him. He's got the offense. With but for for fantasy now he, he was up and down he doesn't have the rushing upside but the Bengals around week eight once they got comfortable yeah. with him they moved him around they kind of after that by week seven they exploded that offense they started to get more aggressive he's obviously a, a 10 to 15 year guy if you want to rank him as high as quarterback three or whatever it's cool he's not going to have that rushing upside you know that kunami yeah. quarterback but it doesn't matter he is good. He's very shifty in the pocket. He's going to he he'll probably lose T Higgins. They're not going to be able to pay him most likely unless they decide to ditch other positions like Jesse Bates or whatever else in the defense. Joe Mixon. Uh but yeah, Joe Burrow's a top he's a first round pick in Superflex drafts, you know, however you want to rank him is cool because, you know, at the end of the day, he's producing for you in your starting lineup. Yeah, I like that thought. Uh James, you on the same page? Yeah, I think his touchdowns can go up this year. Okay, yeah, oh, they're gonna. It's MVP candidate. Yeah, MVP for him. Year, Thirty-six total touchdowns, forty-six hundred yards with a seventy-point-four percent rate. Like I, I, I really think he can take a step up and even be better. Uh, they mm-hmm. added who Hayden Hurst as a tight end. He did okay when at at the beginning of his career. I don't know about now. Um, He's fine. Like as a fourth option. Other than that, I, fifth option. I mean, he's got Chase Higgins and Boyd. He's got three reliable wide receivers. And then I'm not really worried about the tight end so much. They I'm sorry, did, I like, shouldn't even have brought him up. But I, I think Burrow is is definitely, yeah, he's top. He's yeah. top five, dude. Now he's for top Burrow, five quarterback for, for Dynasty to, and for regular football. Yeah, period. for for Burrow to jump up, I think he needs to throw forty plus, like Brady. He doesn't run at all. He needs to consistently throw for close to 5,000, throw for 40 plus. So Burrow, I think, can do that. Uh, my, we got a question in the chat. Don't they already pay Mixon? Yes. 
But when they go up to T. Higgins and they need to pay him, Mixon's money could be off the books. So that money could Boyd's become available. Too. Boyd's as well. So they could actually pay Higgins and Chase. Higgins just won't get that. You got to pay Burrow too. Yeah. Higgins won't get that much, like extreme money. He'll be Higgins a guy. Green that, Bay. <laughs> yeah. The Green Bay. You missed out on, on Higgins. <laughs> All right. Now let's talk about Mixon because I think he's more interesting than Delvin Cook. Because for me, I'd easily rather have Cook than Mixon. But others would like to say otherwise. Mixon, he had an amazing year last year. And their offensive line looks good. Like their offensive line is finally good. It's improved. They, they made some signings. Man, I don't know what to do with Mixon. Except for me, I think the choice is sell. I'm holding. I'm holding right now. I don't think, I don't think you're going to... I think it was too late. You had to sell last year, in my opinion. I think you're locked in. He's 26 years old now. You're not going to get the price that you really wanted for him. 23 and he's first gonna... or Mixon. 23 first. But then it comes down, are you contending, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Say, uh, say you're yeah. kind of in the middle. Say you've got Maybe, an opportunity. Uh, I guess it's an opportunistic situation. First. Okay. Yep. For me, it would be a first. And I, I, and I get more. it. Yeah, I think I would, in, I would in be season, mad if I didn't get, get at least a first. So, like with Mixon and Cook, it's like Cook. We know individually he is efficient. He is a great creator. Mixon, he's not the best efficient wise, but we know he's going to be getting the volume and yeah, relatively pump up that healthy. volume and relatively pump healthy. up the volume. Pump up the volume. All right, now behind him is Captain America, Chris Evans. Yes, uh, and we're not going to talk about Shamaje P Ryan because we don't no. need to. We if you wasted to. a first round pick on Samaje, I'm sorry. You're still crying about it, but rest in peace. Yeah. Chris Evans is the guy to own in that backfield to have the opportunity to fill in for Mixon or in case of an emergency or injury. He was my be, spark guy on the spark episode. With on the Doug Go and back I. and listen. Oh, that was yeah. probably a couple months back, but yes, Chris Evans, super athletic guy, five-star recruit went to Michigan underutilized because Harbaugh doesn't know how to use offensive players so yeah he's a good good grab now let's talk about these receivers before we go because this is where the love is tyler boyd has always been uh i'm a huge fan of his but let's talk about the two that we want to talk about t higgins and jamar chase jamar chase how many first would you have to give up to get jamar chase at least two three oh two in a second no three is minimum i wouldn't want to do that that's the thing. You may not want to do it, but that's the price of an elite. You got to pay. If you want to get a guy, you got to give like 15% more value just to get him. Yep. Wow. Because if they're on that team, they know they have that. I'm superstar. not giving them up for two first. We yep. don't first are shot in the dark. Some yeah. obviously like, yeah, we saw this here. Pans out, man. Like, you, you know what you have in chase, but I'm a believer. Higgins is going to outproduce chase this year. Uh, I could see, I could see that in yardage. I'll produce. No, I could, I could see it in catches. Well, yeah, uh, NFL wise, maybe not fantasy. Okay, now, now for me, I think Chase is going to get those touchdowns, the big touchdowns. I could see them close at touchdowns. Higgins is going to get the catches. Chase is Chase, dirty. Dude. Chase will get those yards because he's, he's a big play guy. They're both fantastic. It could be a Hushmanzada, Ocho Cinco, Bengals resurgence type situation again. <laughs> These players are both good at price. I'm going with Higgins, but if I if I had the opportunity to give three first and a second for Chase, I would do it easily because he is that good. 
I like them both, and I think they both will be wind up being uh, wide receiver ones this year. Easily. I think this is Easily. a team that we're looking at and saying, okay, Joe Burrow will, will be able to have two wide receiver fantasy wide receiver ones. Easily. And he is going to be a QB one because of like a top five QB fantasy contributor this year. I think this team is on the rise, and I think they're going to have a good – stretch from for now and at least next year as well so yeah you should should own as many Bengals as possible at least the ones we named about now going back to chase and higgins higgins i think you can get for a first and a second so for the price i think we would all be happy and going out to get t higgins he may be valued at a top 10 dynasty receiver but i don't think in leagues he is properly valued at that price so yeah, Higgins is a very underrated player, it seems, and he is great to have. Now, fellas, we are at the one hour and twenty minute mark. So any Corey, I'm gonna give you the stage. You can talk about what you're doing and all that stuff, and we will get out of here. Yeah, thank you guys, Tyler, James, and Doug for having me on. I appreciate it. Corey Spala, C-O-R-E-Y-S-P-A-L-A on the Twitters. What I have coming is what I have coming if you wanna yeah. See what's coming, DLF, uh, football, <laughs> and my Twitter it is what it is. You know, I just do stuff, and here we are. No, seriously, I appreciate you guys as always. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it was fun. And for yeah, myself, James, and Doug, we will see you next week. And once again, thank you, Corey, who we all cherish. Goodbye.